1: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These Little Wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching herd.
1: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Ah, back. Ready to go, live in Los Angeles, it's The Hurt. Wherever you may be, however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, Colin right, Colin wrong, plenty of both. J-Mac and the fam back from the islands of Hawaii, ready to go. How are things, my friend?
3: Excellent. Love being rested and uh, coming back to a lot of news today, Cowherd. A lot. Monster show.
2: Yeah, we got a lot of things. So the big story that broke yesterday afternoon is Odell Beckham signed a one-year deal, a lot of money, $15 million guaranteed. So I reached out to a couple of different executives and said, what do you make of that contract? And it was a lot of LOL and WOW. Wow. So if this gets Lamar back to the table and he gets Lamar happy and back to the Ravens, for a year, it's worth it. Uh, $15 guaranteed, close to about double what he's worth. A, nothing against OBJ. I love him as a number three receiver, but that's paying him like a number one. He's not a number one. Amari Cooper makes $20 million and gives you nine touchdowns and 75 catches and is available. Always last year, OBJ didn't play a single game. So it doesn't feel like it's a long-term fix. It feels a little desperate. It feels like basically you gave Lamar a a cool pre-Christmas present to get him back to the negotiating table, but the Ravens are in a tough spot. It's quarterback league and they don't have one. So, you know, having another kid or buying another house will not fix the marriage. You probably need to work on the marriage. And I think that's Baltimore's issue they got to work on the marriage between Lamar Jackson and the franchise. He thinks he's worth far more than they're paying him, and the market disagrees, and the Ravens disagree. So the market in any business, I don't care if it's law, football, or tech, the market will dictate how good you are and how valuable you are. And there's no market for Lamar Jackson. In fact, where he's really valuable is Baltimore. And sometimes that is your market. Joe Burrow. Kenny Pickett looks decent. Deshaun Watson's improving. And the AFC is a star quarterback gauntlet. You got to have a guy. So it doesn't really matter too much that there's not a gigantic market. It, it's like you can have a great star that works for a, a movie series or a trilogy, right? Like you have these movies and you have this star. He's not wanted by any other studio, but he's great in your movie. <laughs> So if you want the movie to keep selling tickets and the merch to keep rolling, then you sign your star. And Lamar doesn't have much of a market. We've seen it. But it doesn't really matter because he's what Baltimore needs in the AFC. Maybe if they played in the NFC South, it would be different. But Baltimore's got Burrow, and then there's a Josh Allen, and there's a Justin Herbert. And, you know, you start looking around. Here comes Trevor Lawrence. You got to have a dude. And Lamar... Knows, look around the division, look around the conference, make me happy. So now I'd like to remind you, the noisiest teams in the NFL last off season were the Packers, the Broncos, and Arizona. All had discouraging seasons. And the year before, the noisiest team was Miami, and they missed the playoffs. And the noisiest team the year before that was Dallas, the Zeke Dak stuff. So noise usually equals disappointment. And I do think a little less of the Ravens today, um, I mean, they, they make the the Cowboys these days feel like a monastery. It, they they are noisy every day of the week. And this is like a present that doesn't really solve the issues in the organization. It makes Lamar happy today, gets him back to the negotiating table, and they've got to have it. I think the bigger picture, though, is, is a, there's a lot of discussion about what's the market for Lamar Jackson, and it doesn't really matter. Baltimore needs him. And they right now currently are not in line for one of the young quarterbacks Uh, that's in favor in the NFL draft. So you got to pay Lamar or at least make him happy. For the short term, I think this works. But would you be shocked if by week six, OBJ is hurt, Lamar is unhappy, he's got a new contract, and the Ravens are stuck at 500? That wouldn't shock me either. So the NBA playoffs are set. And the NBA's always been about two seasons. Uh, the regular season, stars miss games. It's not as physical. Uh, then you get to the playoffs where it's significantly more physically demanding. Uh, you don't play all the dogs in the league. So right now, the Lakers are on fire against bad teams. LeBron's healthy. AD's healthy. And they've made their way to the play-in game. And they will beat the T-Wolves in the play-in game. That team's falling apart. Uh, and you want to believe when you look at the Lakers, you'll want to believe it's magical, but history tells you they cannot win a playoff game and four long series. AD will get hurt. LeBron's in year 20. It's like traveling with young kids in the back seat of a car for a long road trip, and they're all getting along, and they're all happy. You know you're just one tantrum for a really quick meltdown. You know it's coming, but right now, it's all good. And the Lakers are beating bad teams, and LeBron's ankle is good, and AD hasn't crashed to the floor in a while, and we haven't had any situational moments where D'Angelo Russell can melt down and do dumb things. That's why Golden State got rid of him. So they do deserve credit. In fact, you know, I got to give Darvin Ham credit. He got a roster that didn't work, and everybody knew it wouldn't work with Westbrook to start the season, and then halfway through the season at the trading deadline, they give him a new roster, and they're engaged, and they've won 9 of 11, and LeBron's happy, and Austin Reeves has a role, and they play real defense, and they're very efficient on the defensive end, and they kind of protect the rim, and uh, it's kind of working against bad teams, but something to note. The playoffs become much more physically demanding. Stars are going to play more minutes. The bench shrinks. You're going to need more from AD. And I'm waiting for the meltdown. The kids are all getting along. It's all great. We just stopped for ice cream. But I am waiting for the tantrum in the meltdown, which would be D'Angelo Russell doing something that makes LeBron shake his head in crisis. LeBron... Re-aggravating his uh, ankle, Ad crashing to the floor and can't get up. Now, for the time being, though, Darvin Ham has sort of made it work. They're beating teams they should beat. He was thrown like a curveball at the trading deadline. He was given a roster to start the season as a rookie coach with a big brand that wasn't going to work, and they've moved off it. And it's 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 they're headed to the play-in game. They're going to beat the T-Wolves. Uh, they, they're they going to be a tough matchup. I don't think they're built to win four playoff series. But I do think a play-in game in the first series, they'd be a handful. They protect the rim. They move the ball pretty well. Uh, they get to the free throw line. They create contact. Um, I mean, yesterday, you know, I watched the entire game. I was flying home from skiing. I watched the entire game, and I'm like, hey, they're having fun. They're playing hard. They're having fun. Um, You know, there's a lot of teamwork going on. LeBron's totally, utterly engaged. Here's Darvin Ham after. We're just looking forward to the opportunity, starting where we started at early in the year, now where we are, where we find ourselves sitting. We're excited. Uh, The guys are ready to go. You know, we got great synergy in our locker room. Need to clean up some stuff defensively. Uh, But outside of that, I mean, we're ready to go. Darvin Ham is one of the lowest-profile Laker coaches ever. Tip of the cap to him, though. He's leaned into what he does, defense. You know, he made the Westbrook thing work enough so that Westbrook, viable enough to go to another team. Austin Reeves is undrafted. He's gotten AD to toughen up and play through pain. That's been the knock on AD his entire career. He won't play through pain. He's soft. He's gotten him to be a much harder player. Uh, All of it's gotten a tip of the cap and a nod from LeBron. Uh, It's kind of all working. Everybody does what they do pretty well. Uh, Now, playoff basketball is more physically demanding, and it becomes situational half-court basketball, and that's where with D'Angelo Russell, you cross your finger. There's a lot of finger-crossing with the Lakers right now in terms of health and decision-making, but it's been a good two, three weeks, and they deserve credit for that. It's the play-in game next. I will say this. Uh, Clippers-Suns is about as good as a first-round playoff series gets. I'll take the Suns to walk through the Clippers. I also think the experienced Warriors against the inexperienced Kings is a very tasty first-round matchup. I think that probably goes six, I would take. You know what dynasties get. They get the whistle. They know how to manipulate the refs. Golden State's going to get the whistle. They'll manipulate the refs. They'll win a game somewhere on the road in Sacramento. It'll be close. It may go to overtime, and they'll pull it out in six. But I think those in the West are excellent first-round matchups. Uh, as far as the East goes, J-Mac, I kind of feel like we know who's going to be good. Nothing against the Knicks, but Julius Randle's banged up. They don't have the firepower to beat the Cleveland. So I kind of feel like I know who's going to win the first-round matchups, Suns-Clippers, and I've been a Clipper fan, I think that's a bad matchup without Paul George for the Clips.
3: Yeah, how about Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant? This is like the revenge playoffs, right? Uh, D'Angelo Russell revenge series against the Wolves. By the way, not to look too far ahead, did you see Lakers-Grizzlies? Did you see uh, what happened during the regular season? Lakers kind of beat them 2-1, and in the loss, LeBron did not play.
2: Yeah. So not penciling the Lakers in too far ahead, but Colin, it's if if AD can stay healthy, well, it gets exciting. There is luck. I mean, and timing. The Lakers got very lucky facing the T-Wolves, who imploded over the weekend. They lost their best <laughs> wing defender who punched a wall. He's out. Yeah, best wing defender and their center Rudy Gobert, who couldn't get along with people in Salt Lake, now can't get along with people in Minneapolis. So they're melting down. So Chris Finch, the coach, has uh-huh. this. Toxic situation going on that he's got to, in 48 hours, figure out. So the Lakers catch, you know, listen, they've had some bad breaks. They catch a little bit of a timing break with the T-Wolves. And all, by the way, if they play a Memphis, Stephen Adams is out. That's right. So Adams is out. What does that mean? Huge break for Anthony Davis. Because Adams is one of the stronger, more physical interior guys in the entire league. So the Lakers get a little bit of a scheduling break. Memphis is a good team. Again, they can be highly emotional. They don't have a ton. You know, John Morant, a playmaker. But they don't have a ton of consistent you know, Darvin Ham will dare you to shoot threes, and the Grizzlies have nights that don't shoot them particularly well, so that could be a Laker advantage. Does not feel like a lot of upsets happening in the first round? And by the way, just for the record, I know the Kings
3: are higher seed than the Warriors. The Warriors are minus 300 to win the series. <laughs> I mean, significant.
2: And things. listen, this is the way the playoffs work. It's harder for young teams. Yeah. So the Warriors have... Clay and Draymond and Steph. And by the way, Gary Payton's an unbelievable defensive player who just in the nick of time can go defend De'Aaron Fox, who is their go-to guy late in games. Gary Payton is a one of the best on-ball guard defenders in the league. So they Warriors shrewdly bring him in a month ago. He's got a core issue. He gets in shape. He's healthy. Now they can throw him for 24 minutes a night at De'Aaron Fox. It's a nice match. The betting market's figured it out. Warriors got a break. Old team, they don't have to travel. to bus ride to the game. <laughs> Warriors got a huge break, and also the Suns got a break, and the Lakers got a break. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Colin right, calling Wrong, top of next hour. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon
0: Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D.
0: 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom
1: of the planet of the apes director Wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, i going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly, but still keep the ritual with flavors Dipper's Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. Can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero Zero nicotine Zero tobacco, 100% ritual. So I would be known as a golf casual. I'll watch the U.S. Open, the Masters, an occasional Ryder Cup. Um, the Masters is a little too uh, uptight for my taste, but it is beautiful. But I don't watch golf courses for flowers. I watch for golfers. And so when the PGA golfers decided to jettison the tour and take the money from Live Golf, people were outraged. But Patrick Reed sort of polarizing, and now Phil Jackson's always been, always been sort of polarizing, and Brooks Kepka's a little polarizing, and they all took the bag. And then they returned over the weekend, and they were the most interesting part of the Masters. Sorry, they were. John Rahm's great. He's boring. I mean, he's just really a nice guy and he's boring. Phil Jackson wasn't. And I thought the most compelling part of this, and again, I defended the live golfers. I myself probably would not have taken the money, but it was 200 million for Phil. I get it. Money changes a lot of decisions. Don't get on your high horse. You've never been offered 200 million. You have no idea what you do. And I guarantee you guys, a lot of our family members, wives, and kids would say, take the money from a place with a well-documented relationship with our country for 25 and 30 years and longer. So Phil took the money, and now he doesn't have the adoring crowds, and people crossed their arms at Augusta when he hit that putt and capped off a a 7 under 65 at 52 years old. And you know what? You know why he took the bag? Because he didn't like the way the PGA golfers were treated. He didn't want to have to be in the grind and deal with all the pro-am stuff. He wanted to make money, play less, and be treated like the rock star he is. And guess what? That's the best he's ever looked. He was thin. His skin was good. His body looked great. His golf was amazing. He was hitting his putts. He proved his point. And three of the top four golfers were live golfers who all played incredibly well and took the money because they didn't want the grind. It reminds me of Sean McVay, who years ago got people in the NFL upset when he decided to not play any starters in the preseason. He said it was a bunch of hooey. And he was right. The Rams started 8-0, and now none of the good coaches or the good young coaches play any starters in the preseason. It was always dumb. It continues to be dumb. I don't know if I would have taken the money. But I'm a golf casual, and according to TV ratings, that's 90% of golf viewers in America. I watch for the golfer. I don't watch for the flowers. I don't watch for the history. I don't give a rip about it. I watch great golfers, and I watch Brooks Kepka, and I was rooting for Brooks, and I was rooting for Phil Mickelson. And I know a lot of you think they're amoral and you don't like them, but you know what? They proved their point. Phil Mickelson has never—I mean, that's as good as an old guy plays golf— He's not as grind. He lost a lot of weight. He just looked fantastic. He's a little more humble. He's not as boisterous. He's not as cocky. He doesn't have the adoring crowds that he used to have. I get it. But, uh, you know, everybody in golf freaked out. Villains are good for all sports, including golf. Yes. And I know y'all love the Masters and the Flowers. And, oh, it's to de- you know what? Phil Mickelson right now, he won by not winning. He proved his point. He doesn't play as much. He took care of his body and his relationship. I saw a quote yesterday. He's like, I'm ready to go on a tear. I'm playing great golf. A lot of guys on that tour at 52 are shot fighters. They are done at 48 years old because of the grind of the tour. In every other sport, we acknowledge that we watch for stars. Golf has convinced people, the PGA has convinced people, we watch for the courses and the history. No, we don't. If you go look at the Masters, the highest ratings have been when Tigers winning it a bunch of years ago, or Phil won it three times when Stars won the tournament. I don't have to love everything about every golfer and their decisions. People got on their high horse, and I actually found myself glued watching Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka, who have now become villains on the tour. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News.
3: You know, Mondays are supposed to be positive. Everybody excited. Colin, we got to start with a fight in the NBA last night. I mean, goodness gracious, <laughs> Rudy Gobert got sent home. Here's the footage, if you're watching at home. Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson arguing vociferously. And then Rudy Gobert hears something he doesn't like. Whack! Throws a little punch at him. Now listen, I can't repeat what was said, but other uh, reporters have said what Kyle Anderson said to him. But basically, Rudy Gobert was a little injured Saturday night against the Spurs, so he right. wasn't... In uh, wasn't 100% he wasn't defending well and Kyle Anderson basically said hey go block a shot and Rudy Gobert said hey why don't you go grab a rebound and then Kyle Anderson said a couple expletives uh, yeah
2: Rudy Gobert couldn't get along with anybody in Utah yeah. Donovan Mitchell left Rudy Gobert to Cleveland and has ex- exploded as a leader and as a player so yeah. Donovan Mitchell by the way Quinn Snyder a great coach left Utah because he couldn't fix that goofy yeah. chemistry and Quinn Snyder then took what the Atlanta job like that's is that a good job Damn. he just wanted out of Utah you not don't don't blame Utah the owner of the state The Rudy Gobert wore people out and now in Minnesota he's, he's wearing got a bum, he's got a bit of a bum rap I don't know, you really think he's that bad of a guy
3: he, like who does get that? in trouble who, who does well, that to, I mean if, if
2: listen by the way did you notice how he pushed him and
3: backed off guy. Well, there's this, this I think there's a narrative around him. He's a little soft, you know, French guy, soft, seven footer, doesn't do much. You don't do and that. And you can to talk it. to him. Apparently you don't they do went that at to- halftime, they went back there and Kyle Anderson said, said, I'll knock your bleep out in the locker room to a seven-footer. Now, this team doesn't have any leadership. We were talking about this yesterday. Anthony Edwards can't even rent a car on the road. He's 21 years old. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, I think we agree, he's got one foot out the door in Minnesota. He's probably going somewhere else soon. And Gobert's not a leader. So, like, who's stepping up to break this up? I feel bad for Finch, who is a good guy. Sat here about a month ago. We talked to him. Colin, there is another issue with the Wolves. Jaden McDaniels, their best wing defender, was so angry during that game, he punched a wall, fractured hand, out for the season. Here he is, walking to the tunnel, just angry for picking up a foul.
2: Yeah, you know what? Walls always win those fights. Not a good decision. So, I don't know
3: who's going to guard LeBron. He would have guarded LeBron. He's an all-defensive player. Yeah, no, they're done. They're done. Hey, Lakers by the line, by the way, the line moved up. Lakers six and a half. Now yeah. Lakers seven. I will be in the building for that Tuesday. Are you interested in going or not? I'm,
2: i want to go to the Clippers Suns. I want to go over a Lakers play-in game? Oh, I think the Clippers Suns are gonna be unbelievable. You just wanna laugh at Westbrook, right? No. I want to go see Kevin Durant. I think Phoenix is going to end up in the Western Conference Finals. I can't believe how many people doubted that would work. What are they, 8-0 with Durant? They've never lost a game, and their net rating is like the highest in league history. It's early. Let's let's settle down. All right, next <laughs>
3: up, uh, the Golden State Warriors, who you love. They locked into the sixth seed to face the Kings. Um, I don't know what they're calling this but it is an in-state rivalry they, they are kind of close to each other uh, I'm not a geographic expert obviously but uh, Golden State's hot they won 8 of 10 Klay Thompson very confident about their chances in the postseason
1: I would say we have to value the ball more take great shots and communicate on defense we, those, we do those three things I, I don't
2: see a team who can beat us in a seven game series when we're healthy um
1: so if we do those three things, three things going forward, I think we'll be in a great position to repeat.
2: Andrew Wiggins back? Well, it's interesting. So Wiggins is back, but you know playoff basketball ready, and then Kuminga, who's this really athletic young player, now he's getting real minutes, so you got to pull his minutes back and give Wiggins more minutes. That's a weird chemistry situation. The key is Gary Payton returns. They brought him back from Portland a month ago. He's a tremendous Mm -hmm. elite, like his dad, a great defensive player for the Sacramento series, so you can put him on De'Aaron Fox. Now, I, they're not going to start him, but he could end up playing Clay's minutes, okay, big minutes. So Wiggins is coming back, and Gary Payton's coming back. Yeah. Who's uh, who's losing minutes in that uh, top five, top Well, that's six. the interesting thing. They have to convince Kaminga that next year's his big year. Oh, <laughs> I always keep hearing that. Well, what about Jordan Poole? I don't think – I think that he – I think the Warriors tolerate Jordan Poole. If you listen to their comments all the time, even Klay Thompson, if we value good shots, that's like saying Jordan Poole stopped taking bad shots. If we communicate on defense, that's like saying, yeah, we all do, except Jordan Poole doesn't communicate on defense. They're not saying that about Looney, Steph, Clay. Who are they saying that to? You you can they veiled jab yes. veiled jabs verbally at Jordan Pool constantly on both but ends. They're going to
3: need time when Jordan Pool has to come in and give them that shot in the no, arm of he's, massive he's offense. Got absolute he's got absolutely he's a human highlight reel. Yeah, like, offensive. I'm a big fan of Poole. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. play any defense. Of
2: course you would be no, cocky and it, shoots too much.
3: Uh, he's he's a, ch- a bit of a chucker. All right, final story. Uh, Paul George will not be ready for the start of the postseason. He's making progress from his knee injury, but there's no timetable. It sounds like no shot he plays. In the first round against the Suns, listen, I kept I've heard for so long about how Ty Lue is this great coach, Colin. I don't know what he could cook up here. Even if you put Kawhi Leonard on Kevin Durant,
2: what's the matchup for Devin Booker? No, this this is a bad matchup. So basically, um, they don't have a lot of shot creators. Uh, Now with Durant, Phoenix has better size. Phoenix has two of the top three shot makers in the series. Uh, Phoenix has the better floor general. Um, you know, I would argue the Clippers have the depth, um, but they both have good coaches. I I think this is a bad matchup for the Clippers. I, if Paul George was healthy, I've always thought he got a bad rap for his playoff games when his playoff averages well, are right along his regular season averages. Shooting
3: percentage is a little bit down. But I'll yeah. ask, who's the best, second best player after Kawhi Leonard in the series for the Clippers? He's gone. Well, who's the second best player? Is Norm Powell? Is that the second? I like
2: him a lot. He's hot and cold. He's a good player. Then they're getting swept if he's... <laughs> Where, no, I think I it's, where's the offense coming from? No, I think it's Phoenix in five. I do too. I'm really interested to watch Phoenix live. I want to go to one of the games. I want to watch them live. I think, I think Phoenix is fantastic. I just am, am I'm taken back by the people that thought Kyrie Luka was going to be a title team and that doubted Kevin Durant. Do we all understand? And by people, you mean me, right? Yeah. No, I mean. Even <laughs> no, Nick, I was wrong on that a lot of. To me, it's like Kevin Durant is the best player in the last 20 years in the NBA in terms of put him on any team, Olympic, West Coast, East Coast, a small ball. You can put him anywhere, anywhere. He wins everywhere. You can go look at Brooklyn and roll your eyes at it. But it, he was winning in Brooklyn. Simmons wouldn't play. Kyrie not available Harden out of shape rookie head coach the only thing that worked in Brooklyn was Kevin Durant I, I saw a stat where the last like 32
3: games he's played in Brooklyn and Phoenix they're like 30 and 2 or some ridiculous number right. he just doesn't lose basketball games No. but the interesting subplot let's keep an eye on this Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant thing because you know with Paul George out Russ is going to be like well I got to be the guy I got to be Russ and I just wonder is he going to make it personal I got to beat Durant I got to beat him he's very intense like a, guy
2: we see, like, an 11 turnover game one from Russell Westbrook, and it's like... Well, I've got to be honest with you. They're going to need Russell Westbrook to drop 22. Outside of Kawhi, who ho- you cross your fingers, he'll play every game in the series. That's, that's I would trust Terrence Mann more in this series. Well, that's, seems
3: gonna personal. He's going to make it personal, man. I'm telling you. Listen, you've watched a lot of basketball where guys want to go at dudes, and it's like he's losing track of the series, and... Cl- There's a
2: chance the Clippers get swept here, Kyle. I'm dead serious. They're in deep trouble. It's not a good matchup. No. And the other thing is Phoenix has given Kevin Durant and Chris Paul, they've been giving them time off. So the one thing you worry about Phoenix is old legs. They come into the series completely, utterly rested, whereas the Clippers had to win games to get their seeding. Yeah. So now you get a very well-rested team in perfect harmony against the team with turmoil, missing their number two score. They've had to play their guys And and then the Suns would draw, I
3: believe, Denver in the second round. Who are the Denver wing defenders for uh, KD and Booker? Oh, God. They've nobody. (laughs) Nobody to defend them. It's
2: damn it, Suns. J-Mac with the news.
1: Well, that's the news.
0: And thanks for stopping by. The
1: herd lies. So news.
2: the Mavericks just unraveled over the weekend. Luka Doncic is saying now he he is happy. He'll come back. There's they they sat players in the final game. The league's investigating. They could lose a first round pick. And I want to give you a I'm going to give you a comparison. I'm going to use four players. I'm going to use Giannis and LeBron, and then compare them. And then Luca and Carmelo Anthony. And I think Luca's becoming a little Carmelo Anthony, and let me compare the two. So Carmelo Anthony, one year of college, very young, comes into the league. Luca, European ball, no college here, comes into the league. They're immediately great scorers, and they have some really nice team success early. Don't get along with everybody, but they score in the NBA. That means you're worshipped. Their offensive games are very refined, very early, very mature. But then, after like four years in the league, you do realize that Melo and Luca are never in great shape, won't play any defense, and um, they're kind of stuck in their ways. Both get very prickly, Carmelo and Luca, when you suggest they should evolve their games a little. But Luca does that high, high screen, ball centric. It's my ball. You can watch me play offense. He's not changing. And Carmelo, a great mid-range shooter, refused to take a step and a half back and shoot a three. My game is my game for both of them. And all of a sudden, they're hard to coach and a little prickly, and they can be moody. And teams and GMs try to find the perfect mix for Carmelo and Luca, and they can't, and coaches get fired, and the results are very poor. Now there's LeBron and Giannis, who work well with everybody, right? Right? Like you can throw LeBron, Kyrie Irving was a bust. He wins a title. Kooky J.R. Smith, they win a title together. You can put him with a player like D. Wade where they have duplicate games and no center in Miami and Mario Chalmers, and that works. You can give him brittle A.D., and that works. You can give Giannis Chris Middleton. You can give him Drew Holiday, another big Brooke Lopez. They work with everybody. And the difference is LeBron and Giannis, always in great shape, always committed to the defensive end work well with any teammate and luca increasingly is carmelo where he just doesn't he's not in great shape he's not committed on the defensive end he's kind of prickly he's got his way and his way is going to give him 30 points a night 28 to 32 a night but when you suggest that maybe he could evolve and be easier to play with he gets very moody um and i i i think I think Luka's becoming a little bit of Carmelo. You get some team success, an elite score, very refined game, kind of stuck in his ways. The suggestion you could evolve a little and not always be the centerpiece does not go well. Carmelo at one point was offended by, who was the guy that was big for a month? Jeremy Lin. Yeah, Jeremy Lin offended him. And, I mean, Luka can't get along with Jalen Brunson that great. Or now Kyrie Irving, which I get. Porzingis had kind of a bounce-back year. Some of the stuff may be on Luka. Some of the stuff wasn't always on everybody except Carmelo. And I understand in this league that offense is what everybody pays attention to. But I'm, I'm watching it here unravel, and it's getting worse, not better, and everybody's blaming everybody but Luka. I don't know. I, I saw that with I saw that with Carmelo. Great score. Team success. Kept trying to figure out ways to cover up for his bad defense. George Carl noted, never really in great shape. Wouldn't, wouldn't evolve his offensive game any because it was so refined. Hey, could you take a step back, Carmelo? No? No, I'm going to shoot here. Hey, um, Luca, could you give the ball up occasionally so people just don't, at the YMCA, stare at you dribbling the air out of the ball? I can, and Carmelo is a hall of famer and a top 10 score, right? And Luca is great and will be a top 10 score, but this is getting worse, right? Carmelo's career started here. And then it just did this after a while. Cause he wouldn't evolve and Luca's career is here. And doesn't it kind of feel like we've plateaued. It's not Giannis got titles, still playing great. Both ends in shape. Everybody wants to play with him. Not Moody. It is. It is. Um, now, Luca is saying this about his future in Dallas.
1: I'm happy here, so there's nothing to worry. Some things got to change, you know, uh,
3: for sure. I mean, last year when uh, we went to Western Conference Finals, we were having fun. Uh, you know, the camera I always talk about the chemistry we had. It was great. Uh,
1: but some things got to change for sure.
2: Well, it's interesting. Melo got to a Western Conference Finals. Then it plateaued, then it went downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's got to change. They're called mirrors. It could be Luca, a little, kind of. We can keep blaming all the teammates and the coaches. We already moved off one coach. Jason Kidd now in the hot seat. We're going to move off another coach. Bit of a mess in Dallas. Be sure to catch live
1: editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three time Manager of the Year and a three time National Sports Writer of the Year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout, maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in
2: Major League Baseball.
1: Cars, wind, whatever else we want to talk about.
2: Listen to the Booker Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with Same Game Parlay. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom
1: of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise, set several generations after the last installment, in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly, but still keep the ritual with flavors Dipper's Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo, zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual.
3: This Saturday, Real Football for Real Fans is back. The 2023 USFL season opening kickoff weekend starts the new season Saturday at 4.30 Eastern on Fox.
2: So uh, Arizona, the Cardinals have been a tire fire uh, the last year. There's the Kyler uh, Murray drama, the Bidwell owner, Steve Keim, left the organization. Uh, Now they've got a new coach. It was about their fifth choice, according to reports, a defensive young guy. So Steve Keim, the ex-GM, who I know actually well, I like Steve a lot, was talking um, Green Light with Chris Long. It's a uh, podcast and he was talking about the Kyler Murray drama, the homework clause, not wanting to do like extra homework and film study, and here's Steve Keim. He's not a bad guy. He's a really good kid, has a good smile, and has a nice way about him. Um, I think it's like anything. Guys have to continue to learn what it's going to take to be great. You know, does does he know what Peyton Manning and Tom Brady know knows what it takes to be great? No. Um, does he work? He does work. Um, I think it's just that side of the uh, the game, the 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 film study, the attention to detail part that he can continue to improve upon, and I think he will. Um, cause is a proud guy, man. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to lose and he doesn't want to,
0: um, let people down.
2: Listen, in my professional career, I've never, you're either a grinder or you're not. You're either a worker or you're not. I've never met anybody in 30 years of doing this that had to be incentivized to put in a good day's work and then just became the hardest working guy or gal at, at a workforce. It's never happened once in my career. You either grind or you don't. And a lot of people increasingly don't want to grind. Um, Kyler Murray is, is not a grinder. Now, he didn't have to be in high school and college. He was called the greatest Texas high school quarterback ever, and he used his athletic ability and his natural baseball-slash-football talent. He won a lot of games. And uh, so it's very possible that this is not a guy that sits and stares at film study. I had a conversation the other day with somebody in the league that you'd be surprised that the more talented athletic quarterbacks in the NFL – usually don't do as much film study. It's quarterbacks like Brady and Breeze that know they need film study to succeed. A lot of the great athletes, you'd be surprised if I named them off. I don't want to take shots. It may not be the level of Kyler Murray, but they depend on their athleticism and their natural gifts. But Arizona got trapped, sort of like Baltimore is trapped now, as the NFL, for safety reasons, has made the quarterback position so damn valuable, is that it's... What are you going to do? It's like having a Ronaldo uh, or a Messi in international soccer. There's no replacing them. What's Arizona supposed to do? You can say what you want about Lamar Jackson not having a market. I said this to start the show, but Baltimore needs him. That's his market. <laughs> Baltimore in that division's fourth place or third without him. So I think 95 percent of quarterbacks like to be coached, are totally committed. They work mostly very hard-on film study. Not all of them do, but you're going to get an occasional Aaron Rodgers or a Kyler Murray who are so uh, gifted and so talented, and they uh, you know go to the beat of their own drummer here. They're going to do their own thing, and they're not going to be at every non-offseason function, or uh, they're not going to take as many hits, and they're going to do things their way. But again, this is what the league has created, and they created it for an obvious reason. Because of safety. So they've taken away a lot of the defense and the violence and the hitting, where even a guy like Belichick now feels outdated. Sean McDermott, uh, kind of reeling. Defensive head coaches that are good. Vic Fangio, Mike Zimmer, too rigid. They're moved to now coordinators. So this is what the sport is, is that the more important, these are just human beings, the more important you make quarterback, the quarterback knows it most will still be great guys. But you're going to get some diva. And you get diva in international soccer because there's no replacing Ronaldo. Uh, You see this in the NBA for years where, I mean, there's just no replacing, uh, you know, a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant or a Shaq or a LeBron in their prime, and the player knows it. Now, that doesn't mean LeBron doesn't work hard or Kobe didn't work hard, but you're going to get the occasional uh, Shaq didn't want to put in the hours, put on weight, you know, just wasn't as committed as a lot of coaches liked. That's okay. You get the great eight years out of him, and then the following eight where he's kind of beat up and not physically ready to play some nights. I like Kyler Murray a lot, and they rolled the dice. He changed the franchise's trajectory. He got him into the playoffs, uh, but I, I I just think this is the natural progression for a league that has moved because of safety concerns into a quarterback dominant league. Ninety percent of these guys are going to be great all the time, and ten percent going to have. Yeah, I'm not showing up to OTAs. I just got married. I'll see you in August. Uh, I don't want to sit and watch film all day. I got natural talents. It won everywhere. Wa- Kyler Murray can say, timeout. State championship in high school, great in college, and I got this franchise to the playoffs. My film study is not the issue. You guys drafting better players that are as good as me is the issue. I get it. It's like Lamar Jackson saying, all right, roll the dice without me. What are you going to be? Joe Burrow twice a year, Mike Tomlin twice a year, Deshaun Watson twice a year in the AFC. So. I think, I hope that the NFL does not become the NBA and panders to its stars, uh, and I don't think it ever will be because the union is so weak, the player union is so weak in the NFL that it's really a shield GM coach league. Um, I, that's, you know, I love the NBA, but it can pander. I mean, they, they're trying to have to, you know, jerry-rig stuff to get their stars to play regular season games. But I will say is I think you're going to get more of this. And, and that is, this is why when people criticize a Will Levis for all the buffed you know, shots in the bathroom, look at my gun show, all of that is absolutely legitimate. I will defend teams who will look at Will Levis or a Johnny Manziel or a Baker Mayfield or a Jameis Winston and say, I see a lot of ego. I see a lot of uh, not a lot of urgency. I saw I see a lot of a guy who loves his muscles more than he loves like throwing smart passes in football. So just be comfortable with it. We're going to occasionally get a quarterback with a little tood. but the questions about your attitude and your character are going to be more important than ever. And I think it's absolutely fair. And I've defended Will Levis. I, I think there he was getting brutal criticism, but in the last three weeks, he's done himself no favors. It's a gun show. Dude, you care about film, winning games, or how cool you are? Like, what do you care about? So these questions for these young quarterbacks, I got ripped for years for ripping Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton. The character, the work ethic, the decision-making. Because these teams now are like, if you get the wrong guy and you get trapped, and you got to pay $55 million bucks to a guy who's really talented but doesn't have the team above self it's a concern. So, um, And I think Kyler's a massive talent. I think he throws the prettiest ball in the league. I don't think he wants to get hit much anymore. That's okay. He's a small guy. It's a big man sport. But um, I, 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 I do worry that in my life, I have never heard about somebody who has to be incentivized to work just being a great grinder from that point forward. I've never seen that. In my experience... If you gotta be incentivized to work hard, you're not a hard worker. That's what that in my life, that's what I've seen. Listening to that rant, do you recall the Allen Iverson
3: practice rant? Allen Iverson, supremely gifted talent, incredible high school football, basketball player, goes to Georgetown, amazing, and gets to the NBA, carries a bad Sixers team to the finals. He he did not want to practice. He did not want to grind, did not want to evolve as a player. He was out of the league as soon as he started to get brittle at like yeah. 33, and there, 34.
2: And, and by the way, it is different in the NBA because you play 82 games. So it's more shoot around than practice. So I, I would defend NBA guys a little on the practice schedule. These guys are literally with, with these six feet, 11 bodies on planes across the country. It's fair. Practice is its really. Yeah. How about putting down a video joystick, Kyler Murray? Could you, could you try that no, this off-season? that seems personal. That's It's accurate. Spot <laughs> on, Colin. <laughs> Colin right, Colin wrong. Next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.